0: I found what I was okay. telling you yesterday. Okay. Um, this is all over the place. I don't know how you want to do this. I don't know. Y'all just have to listen because you know. We're starting off with OK. <laughs> Lover. Sing it, babe. Girl,
1: I'm so proud of me, baby. Today I cannot give a fuck Cause Karen cost me a
0: fortune Cookie that's laced with that Mary I'm high I praising the Lord Today that. I
1: cannot give a fuck
0: I say remember the Sabbath Rest and recover tomorrow We gon' be back in the Saturday. I
1: cannot give a fuck
0: Cause I got none to give But like I know with some kids We all fall short of ideas Hey, On my timeline All I wanna see is my woman Half naked turning down Replies from niggas who want it You can Disaster, they have been draining my data All the friction
1: and fickleness Only making me call I'd rather have a hard on and a hard heart Put your pussy on the chain Wax out of cart While I ignore the world's problems
0: like an oligarch Free love in this bitch Like it's behind bars Shake, 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 shake Like an earthquake that's supposed to turn my whole state To a great lake again.
2: Before crime was committed the type of person that commits crime came before that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, it's constantly what black people, marginalized people are up against is a constant assumption and deep psychological belief that they are criminals. Yeah. Right. The defense Mm -hmm. is trying to prove that George Floyd is a dangerous person. is yeah. somebody who needed to die by those means, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same reason why most black neighborhoods are surveilled by police because of the belief that black people are going to are criminals. Period. Mm-hmm. Like that is there's something it's this goes back to lynching, right? Lynchings happens often to say black cis men but also black women and children were also lynched but uh, a large majority of the people that were lynched were black cis men Mm -hmm. and that was done as a way to say you cannot harm white women Mm -hmm. right you are gonna you are putting white women at some sort of you're making them uncomfortable or you are, we have to protect white women. That Mm -hmm. is what the kind of messaging was around lynching. And it still is right. It hasn't changed. So I don't, I just, I thought that that was interesting. The who commits a crime came before what a crime is.
0: Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. And everything else is stacked up against that.
0: A big trigger warning. Um, for this episode, like a major one. Even like all before. of them need to But this one especially, even what you just said, need it like boom. Yeah. You know, like any that that is it is is it very harrowing yeah. to talk about. It is not easy to be experiencing it, talking about it. That is hard. It yeah. Is difficult on the psyche. Yeah. And I don't think people understand that because of how yeah. information or mm-hmm. education around racial and social justice has been commodifying. Um, it starts to people start to lose what is that is actually happening to people yes um inside of the analysis the Mm -hmm. analysis is what uh is is the value not the person and the impact that has had on them Mm -hmm. which is why we so often forget the names of you know a, a lots of people who have experienced, you know, state violence in a multitude of ways. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's not police brutality in a lot of people's minds, then it does not, um, or if it does not culminate into death, yep. to the death of a black person, um, then that is the measure of what is considered violent or considered worthy of people's time and people's attention. Yep. And I think that's what I was saying yesterday about, you know, a, a dead black person is worth more than yes. One that's a lie. Yes, it's just the treatment. Yeah, of black people's pain. The treatment yeah. of what happens on a regular basis and the, the the ensuing desensitization to it. Yes, even inside of our zeal around all the shit that we know about racism and and all mm-hmm. shit we know about capitalism mm-hmm. and abolition and you know we know all of these things mm-hmm. and yet um, the the focus is on how much we know how well we're able to educate, how eloquent we're able to do it all, mm-hmm. the fly shit that we're able to say on the internet mm-hmm. to get support or to get, you know, to curry favor with people. Um, meanwhile, like I've always made the cases that white people get... Um, the, it's almost like what what we were talking about with neoliberalism, a market term to, to, to describe a more hands-free, um, deregulated government. But it's also broadly come to describe a phenomenon of just people being, I don't know, agents of the state. It's That's the best way I can put Mm -hmm. it right now. But what I was saying is like, instead of a lot of people's conversation about race being what white people have done and how to divest from white people and divest from their businesses and divest from their corporations, what we talk about often is, you know what has happened to a black person or what has happened to a non-black mm-hmm. person of color mm-hmm. um, and not the perpetrators of that mm-hmm. um, or if we or we'll say it's a function of white supremacy but we're not delving into how white supremacy is operating even in our analyses mm-hmm. even in the, the sort of market economy that has become anti-racism work or diversity and inclusion work and mm-hmm. so what white people are positing often is y'all are the problem black mm-hmm. people You know, I will support Mm y'all. You know, I'll, you know, give you some money. I'll fund Mm -hmm. you figuring out the problem. Uh, But at the end of the day, I'm still going to profit because you're not going to be concerned with, you know, how my business or my corporation is also complicit in your deaths at the hands of the state.
2: Well, what I was Mm -hmm. saying earlier and what you're, I want to, this could honestly be the whole podcast because this is something that, infuriates me even on the, if you take out, if you take out race and social justice as a, as a course, right. As a conversation, as Mm -hmm. a workshop, Mm -hmm. and let's just replace it with something like sex education. Yeah. If I, and sex education obviously includes racial and social justice, but I'm just saying if I, for example, the conversation around consent, right. Mm -hmm. I have a conversation about consent in my classroom. And then afterwards I see, students walking up to people and with their arms out, like as an embrace rather than asking, can I give you a hug? Right. What I think I've asked this question before, but what is happening (laughs) where what we just covered for the past two hours in a classroom, is it transferring when you leave the classroom? Mm -hmm. And I feel like this happens a lot with how, how, white people position black people, even when they're like, well, I've read Toni Morrison and I've read Fred Franz fan and I've read James Baldwin and I've read Angela Davis, but then it doesn't transfer in their life. Yeah. You're just telling me you did these things that you read these things to make yourself seem appealing to me, to make me in this moment feel like I'm safe or something or to make yourself look good. But what How is what you read reverberating in the world? Well, it's not because
0: white people are scared of the white people. But that's that's my, that's my question though. uh, they will never have to come up against the state.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They don't,
0: they will not.
2: How
0: often do you hear white people talking about the state? never even using that language never using you know what i mean they don't even never it's almost like the state is invisible to them it's like it's never said it's almost like a phantom it's (laughs) like it's not it's not it doesn't relate to them they are the state they it is is a part of them so they don't never externalize her you know as a um a a separate entity Mm mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. they are not agents of the state. They are what the state protects. It, it is a, a, a almost they a uphold artery. it. They uphold it. You know, it's almost mm-hmm. like it's a upholding. It upholds them in the same way a chair. Yeah, the legs of a chair. Yeah, oppose the structure of the chair. Yep. You know, so it, it's more than that. They have. They don't have to do much. Yep. They don't have to do much. It's all in the function and the design of whiteness. Yep. Um, and i think that that is the part of me where i'm like i don't i don't know it's like even conversation just my my growing disillusionment and disinterested in conversations about racism
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and i don't i think a lot of people feel that way mm-hmm. and it's not that i have disillusionment with conver- with talking about race or racism i just have disillusionment with white people not being the targets of the conversation or them not Mm -hmm. suffering any consequences or us having to unearth a treasure trove of Mm -hmm. information Mm -hmm. and evidence Mm -hmm. uh, to make the case that white people have been consistently violent and that that violence is often ignored uh, for the greater good of the, of the, the mythology surrounding this country. Yep. We, we, I, but that's the, but the insidious thing is that there is an economy for it yeah and exactly. white people are also profiting and at the center of even our best thoughts about our condition yeah. you know uh, you know being affected by anti-black racism yeah robin
2: d'angelo that's what you're speaking about like, i'm not talking about, talk all about, of about robin d i'm am
0: yeah. talking about the ones who do the little classes and shit uh, that are not charge two hundred dollars which robin d'angelo does little white people classes. oh yeah two
2: hundred dollars a person right
0: per person you know i ain't even talking about that level of it yeah. i am talking about on a, on a wide scale like you we you are this is not an issue for me
2: yeah
0: i'll say white supremacy a couple of times i'll stay yeah. stop asian hate yeah but then when joe biden gets on the motherfucking okay um stop and is talking about china will not be a World power mm-hmm. ever, if the United States has anything mm-hmm. to do
2: with it. That's
0: a direct know. quote. Yeah, and talking about how Ji Jinping is, you know, authoritarian, mm-hmm. and and using that same Cold War rhetoric and language of, you know, this country is a uh, some type of democratic beacon or stronghold, and authoritarian communist China. You know, the only the only thing we need them to do is continue to, you know, make our shit. You know, in mass, you know, so that a a fake democratic globalized world will continue to be realized the same fake world that, you know, Joe Biden has been complicit in creating for over 30, 40 years, however long he's been a congressperson. But why people don't put all that together? But even some people, I
2: don't know. Well, what you were saying is people weren't putting together is, is the fact that that's a communist country and that makes it right And I was saying to you that how does that make it right? There's people who live in China. Yes. And he is essentially calling for imperialism. Yeah, oh, yes. yeah, absolutely. That mm-hmm. doesn't happen calmly. It happens via violent means. Yes, he said I'm talking <laughs> about the Uyghur people and 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 the the
0: repression of the of the Chinese government against its citizens, mm-hmm. against the most marginalized Chinese people. He is not giving a fuck about that. I think about Chinese people. Yes. But it stopped Asian. Hey, Uber got a whole... I got an email for no other because I thought I was unsubscribed because I'm unsubscribing for everything because I'm, capi- I'm, I'm I'm an anti-capitalist now.
2: That's I'm a Marxist the now. We're, we're going to read you a little I'm a excerpt.
0: Marxist now because I can't no more. I can't. I'm just going to have to live an ascetic lifestyle in the woods. I just want to get away from all of this.
2: I just get tired. It's I just not, get it doesn't tired. go away in the woods. Then you got environmental racism. Find the woods for me. No, I don't want nobody there. <laughs> no, no, no. Find the trees. Is what I'm saying. What Where trees? Are the trees at? They're going away slowly but surely. Oh, you talking about because, deforestation? Yes. Well,
0: if we start to live there, then maybe like how gentrification work, if if the people move in, then the trees, the the forest will improve. <laughs> unless that's only works if we were white and we moved Ooh. to the forest all the deforestation would stop it'd be just one coffee shop
2: so one thing that we're gonna start doing hi everybody right. that we're gonna start doing at the top of our podcast is we're gonna start reading you excerpts from books that we are reading mm-hmm. it, this is not a book club as much as we would like to start one no way in hell that this is happening there's lots we, of
0: local book
2: there's a lot. yeah please join your local book club no, and buy from black owned bookstores we'll list some of those in the description Mm. um we will name the book and the author we invite you to read them in this household we read about 16 books at once so we we're gonna encourage that continuously on our podcast so we will be reading to you um whenever the episodes come out
0: tina turners wikipedia
2: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. In, in any any reading that we can it's not always going to come from books. I should say that it's, it's just any reading that sparked our interest that that b- before we record. Why okay. Who built the Sphinx? Yes. Olympic you looked that up. I did. Okay. All right. This is coming from resisting state violence, radicalism, gender, and race in U.S. culture by Joy James, Doctor Joy James. And this is from the introduction and it's a little bit long, but just bear with me. One is hard pressed to know how to discourage and diminish violence in the United States. When elected officials condemn it while simultaneously applauding its use by certain sectors of the population, for instance, consider the culture wars in June, 1995, it was considered a bold move when Republican Presidential candidate and Senator Majority Leader Bob Dole denounced a quote-unquote cultural corporate industry for extolling and romanticizing violence in Hollywood films and misogyny and gangsta rap. <laughs> Senator Dole's list of wholesome, quote unquote, family films, however, included True Lies, which featured prominent Republican donor Arnold Schwarzenegger's mass killing of Arab terrorists, quote unquote, and Oscar winning Forrest Gump's Horatio Alger story of an earnest, IQ challenged white male in a period film that ridicules Vietnam veterans against the war, anti war activists, Child the Black Panther Party, and Students for a Democratic Society. Dole's criticism was his pledge as a candidate to stem the rise of violence and sexual decadence by demanding the censorship of images and lyrics. Yet at the same time, the presidential contender celebrated violence and sexual decadence in images of state employees. The hero in True Lies is a CIA operative who resuscitates his love for his wife by recruiting her as a spy who role plays as a hooker. In contrast, Dole lambasted Oliver Stone and Quentin Tarantino for productions of violence by non-state employees or worse, (laughs) still violence. Directed against state employees. Tarantino's successful pulp fiction also glamorizes and racializes violence by suggesting that intermingling with blacks increases the possibility of excitement for whites mm. and promises opportunities for the expression of white humanity and self restraint. So the contradictory nature of politicians. Is well documented. Well documented. <laughs> the fact that Joe Biden can say out of one side of his mouth "Stop Asian hate," but then at the other, "We will not let China become <laughs> the most powerful country in the world." Right? It's as just, if China's it's GDP not making no sense. needs
0: our permission.
2: Okay. Trillion dollar GDP. Okay. Now.
0: Um. I guess it's also it goes beyond China. I mean Quentin Tarantino.
2: Yeah. Racist. Yeah. Successful. Yeah. And remains un- successful.
0: Unchallenged. Yes. I had niggas argue me down in the motherfucking movie theater about uh Django Unchained. I said this oh, is I a I didn't know you when that came out. Horrible movie. You hated it. I hated Why? it. Why? It's horrible. It's just it's a white person uh, having a, a glorified sexualized, sensationalized account and a very a historical
2: account of slavery. Leonardo DiCaprio? I'm forgetting. Oh, the the uh, person that walks with him. Yes, the whole I story. And name. I'm not
0: even gonna get into that. Yeah. I'm not even gonna get into that. But my <laughs> but my major point is not about the movie. Yes, yes, yes. I'll give y'all a more contemporary example. Okay. And then you we'll we'll figure out how we'll get back to where we were. <laughs> People is upset with Jimmy Fallon. Now, I don't care nothing about pop culture, nothing. I don't care about TikTok. I'm tired of the internet, Instagram, <laughs> and Facebook. And Facebook owns Instagram. Facebook now also owns WhatsApp.
2: I didn't Just, let, you just to let y'all that.
0: know, so y'all might as well start shutting them private conversations down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shut all that shit down. You don't know, see I'm getting a Marxist. I'm over here with the you know the internet the deep web i'm just on a different mission y'all that's what i don't know what's been going on with me <laughs> um but so people are upset with jimmy fallon because he has some white girl um on the show mm-hmm. talking about tiktok no
2: doing tiktok doing dances
0: TikTok, that were created by black Yeah, people. stiff tiktok dances and everything yes, so
2: mediocre
0: yeah, but people are, like, upset at the little white girl, which they, I mean, they should be. She's, like, one of the most, I think, the second most popular mm-hmm. person as far as the followers on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so, she's an idiot, you know, for even taking the gig. But secondly, and I did call her an idiot, <laughs> and I don't feel bad about that because r- black people are described in much less genteel ways than okay. that. So I'm okay. going to start to even the score here a little bit so people can... Uh, to get that empathy mm-hmm. quote unquote mm-hmm. um, and if you winced,
2: I, I winced a little bit when you said idiot I did but, yeah I winced a little bit when you said idiot solely because of my indoctrination that white people white f- femmes in particular are mm. to be protected and are innocent and they didn't do anything wrong an idiot is also ableist so I just okay it. I will, t- I, yes. will t- I will admit,
0: admit that. Her, her choice to do this was completely profit driven. Yes. And poor. Yes. Um, but people are upset, but Jimmy Fallon still has a show. Yep. Yep. Jimmy Fallon has, I believe, I don't know if it was Jimmy Fallon or the other mother, Jimmy, whatever his name is. <laughs> Jay Lena. No, Jimmy Fallon, not the other one. What's the other one? Really popular late night host. No idea. Uh, uh yeah, we watch him sometimes. He come on late at night. What's the name? Jimmy. Is it another Jimmy on TV? I don't don't know. It doesn't matter. The other white Jimmy. Deadpan comedian. uh, Y'all gonna be like, yeah, that's (laughs) him.
1: Damn. It's, I don't We're know talking if it's about him <laughs>
0: or Jimmy Fallon, one of the motherfuckers that did blackface, all types of stuff. Really? They say all the, all the time, they're making insensitive racist jokes, uh, all the time commodifying or cap out, co-opting um, AVE, and yes. black language, SNL is also, a, you have a huge problem with that. Yes. But nobody is going to Lauren Michaels and saying,
2: we getting SNL off the television but this is what i'm saying or jimmy fallon is off what the television is what is required to mm-hmm. connect the damn dots mm-hmm. i know for a fact a lot of white people are not reading these damn books i know that for a fact but for the people who are what is the what is stopping y'all is reading this book when i'm reading this book for example resisting state violence mm-hmm. i'm like my brain is exploding. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at okay. Wh- what what do I need to give up? What do I need to mm-hmm. manage? What do I need to look back at and be responsible for? What do I? What can I do? What what is my role? Those are all the questions that I'm having over and over and over mm-hmm. and over again when I'm t- thinking about this stuff. Yeah. What do y'all think about? You it just it think a, like, whoa, a great insight. Oh wow. You have The it's move bombing the and brain filling up.
0: Exploding.
2: No, it's my whole it's body. Your yeah, uh, ooh. It's your
0: spirit. It's your spirit.
2: My spirit. It's because you can actually mm. relate
0: to the content yep. context in your life.
2: Yes, currently. This was written in the 90s. This was written in 1996. Yes. Yes. You were just a tyke. Yeah. What a
0: difference it would have made. Well, so much trouble it would have saved you. Yeah. The and the machinations of white people and whiteness had you read this. At a young age. Yeah. Or had this been instituted? Had this book been proliferated as something important for black people to know in
1: 1996?
0: Yeah. Instead of us being like, we love Bill Clinton and he's the first black president in 1996.
2: (laughs) That was the rhetoric. That's what I'm like. That was the rhetoric. That was the rhetoric. That was the rhetoric. But that's still the rhetoric. That is rhetoric that people receive. My stepmom. My stepmom and I have had a damn journey. Okay. Come with me on the journey of, of stepchildren
1: <laughs>
2: who have really had to come around to their step parent or never came around. I salute y'all as well. She texted me today. I didn't tell you this cause it's having a night. Mm-hmm. She texted me today, a tweet mm-hmm. from Joe Biden mm-hmm. that is in celebration of trans day of visibility. <laughs> My stepmom Misgenders Ebony on a regular basis doesn't affirm the fact that I'm non binary. I don't know that definitely doesn't affirm the fact that Eb is trans. Like it doesn't happen in our presence, but we know that it happens via my siblings. So the fact that she's doing this is interesting to me, but who it's coming from. It needed to come from Joe Biden, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, the president of the whatever this imperial police state, yeah. for her to validate my identity. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? It's like my stepmom is not alone in thinking yeah. that it's great that Joe Biden is doing that. Yeah, there are people who still believe that Barack Obama was a great president. And they are not moving from that.
0: Or that any president could ever be great.
2: Any president. Mm -hmm. 100%. Mm -hmm. So what do we do? I just, I don't know. I feel at a loss of what then do we do? I mean, I have taught, and Ebony has been there. I have taught five, four to five hour long racial and social justice workshops. Poured my whole heart into it. Spent months prepping to make sure I could fit everything into five hours. If you think that's a lot for racial and social justice, think again, it is not (laughs) right. And you don't even know where various people are in their understanding and their learning. So you're making it essentially for everyone, but also in a way that's challenging. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I have taught for that long and, and said, opened it up to questions at the end and been met with questions like, okay, what can we do? And can you give us like some inspiration? I want to feel happy. Uh, I have been met with that. Like where? Yeah. Where? Where have you
0: been? We know about the problems. But can you tell us something good? I know you've I'm been like, talking. You tell me
2: I know you've been talking for five hours. But like, could you give us some inspiration? Like, wait. What? 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 Where is the breakdown? What's the breakdown? She,
0: the book is called Resistance State Violence. By it's Dr. What, okay. You, you
2: really do. In every way. And what
0: does it look like when you are not resisting it?
2: (laughs) Well, or that you don't even know that it exists, right? You don't even know. You don't even, and that, like we say all the time, privilege, white supremacy, all of these words, they are not sufficient to the deep violence that is actually happens to people, right? Uh-huh. To spirit, to 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 literally people walking the earth, right? What happens to them to say what you have is privilege of not realizing that the state exists is not sufficient, right? Uh-huh. That what you are experiencing is a white supremacist world. It's just not enough. Like uh Hesse Coates has a quote about this is that it's just not sufficient, the term white supremacy. It doesn't elicit mm-hmm. the amount of pain that is caused to people. amount of mourning that is happening because of this structure and
0: not only that it's not it's not I don't even think sometimes it's not that people don't know it's happening people I think it is an elitist thing for people to assume that the most marginalized among us because they don't have that fake validation from the ivory tower or from white academic institutions and what they have deemed as um, centers of knowledge, have deemed themselves the centers of knowledge, even though, th- though there are ancient cultural knowledge systems that far exceed anything that a white institution, Ivy League or not, could tell us about us. Yeah. Um, re- even not having that, there's an assumption that, you know, they being colonized is not enough for you to know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, experience in being incarcerated or having a threat of incarceration looming over you every day as a black person and a threat of violence. People know. Yeah, people know. I do think that there are other things that become made up inside of, again, going back to capitalism, where it's like, well, let me pretend that it don't affect me. Or that yeah. if I'm just my labor power, okay, as as a as a, a somebody who is only has my labor power to offer, okay, and, and the means of production is owned and controlled by somebody else. If I play nice, mm-hmm. if I do good, if I just work harder, yep, um, oh, it's very good. Then I know that I will be all right. Okay, like none of that stuff that's happened to these other niggas. You'll never see me on video. Yeah. That's you know what, what, what it mean? is. You'll that's whatever.
2: What, it's cognitive dissonance. That's what you're I don't me. think that's dissonance though. That's dissonance. I think, to... Eric, I think but see, I don't want to put it on the individual. Because we all
0: sitting in this motherfucker colonized. And it with a colonized mind state that we are constantly unlearning and everybody's in their different places yeah. and spaces and they're unlearning. But I do think there is there is that dissonance has come you know how sometimes people say when you are traumatized, you have certain defense and yeah. coping mechanism. Yeah. I think that might be the cognitive dissonance is a response. Mm, almost. Yeah. It is not like.
2: Uh, it, it's it, for some it's intentional though. Yeah. For well, some yeah, it's yeah, intentional. Yeah. Like I do think for white folks, it's intentional to be cognitively dissonant oh, yeah. about what is happening in the world to separate yourself as not someone that is benefiting from it. Well, then that's not cognitive
0: dissonance. That's your willing participation in white supremacy. You are not, it's not yeah. a function of your cognition. You are yeah. not making yourself is cognitive dissonance.
2: dissonance similar to um, implicit, implicit bias? Oh, yeah, where, where the yeah. brains are
0: connected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: I don't like the term and, then.
0: Well, <laughs> ain't no such thing as implicit bias.
2: No, no, I know, but yeah. I've been saying cognitive dissonance, like there is such a thing as cognitive dissonance. So I'm asking, is there such a thing as it? Or is it so similar to implicit bias that it's kind of, nah, it's not, it's I, not really reaching what we're no, talking I about. No,
0: I think there is cognitive dissonance, but I don't know if, uh, of a people, if, if white people, I think white people have too much shit to describe the shit that they do.
2: Yeah. 100%. You about Yeah. We need to like, do that re, yeah, that, that.
0: So it's yeah. like, but again, it's a language piece. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's just like, we, we talking about. Stop Asian hate. Then people starting to cross it out. Say so stop white terrorism. I'm like, but ain't no white terrorism being stopped. Y'all just crossed it out on the meme.
2: <laughs> Asian but hate it's has also, been happening for a long time, America. But it, I know it has. But it's also not. This, is, this goes back to what we were, I, f- I feel like we're gonna eventually get there, but we do need to stop and do some sort of intro thing. Really? But w- we, there is, yeah, I think so. There is no, um, unless the violence is covert, that is the only thing that is going to galvanize attention. Mm-hmm. If I say stop white terrorism, that also means when someone is saying to young people that they need to get in the boy and girl line. That is white terrorism. I don't think people understand that. Mm. Right? Like that is terror that you are forcing young people to be in a binary. It is not natural. People think that that's a natural state. They think trans and non-binary people are the unnatural state. And we could talk about it optionally later Mm -hmm. at another time. But what we need to do right now to keep order in this space Mm -hmm. is to have a boy and a girl line. Right. It is white terror that if you go to the doctor and you are not getting what you need because you can't afford it due to insurance. That is terrorism.
1: Mm-hmm. right
2: like you should be everybody in this country should be able to have health care right that is not that is a, a no pass but my yeah. thing is is folks are not moved in the same ways because that's just the way it is
0: and somebody needed to tell you that that's the way it is
2: yes but there's a, mm-hmm. a deep uh, the psychological warfare project absolutely worked Absolutely. Because there is a belief that that's just the way, I mean, I have asked so many questions. My, I think I've told this story before, but not on the podcast. When I was in chemotherapy, it's, I had, I was supposed to have like six sessions of chemo and my insurance company Aetna I'm telling you Aetna so you don't use Aetna if you have the privilege Former to change. slaves.
0: slave Form- insurers. Yep. Slaves, they insure. Yep. Slave masters. So what slaves. they did
2: to me will make sense. Mm-hmm. So I was supposed to have six sessions. They wanted to stop my last one. Mm-hmm. No reason for it. No explanation. They just said, we're not going to cover it.
1: Mm.
2: Just not going to cover That is terrorism. Yeah. But what people wait for Right, what they wait for is some sort of co ov- overt violence. Yeah. So had you have died, then oh, then Ant-na oh, Etna sucks. sucks, and we got Etna has to do that. Is more than just too late. Yeah. That is. It's, it's, I'm not, not it's more than. Good. But it would have been a hashtag. It would of have, some sort. Would, well, I mean, Ant-na. you gotta laugh to keep from crying. It would, <laughs> <been a> <laughs> it would have been a hashtag.
1: Serious.
2: It would have one hundred percent been a hashtag. Okay, let's do an intro. I guess we start. We start. Hi really everybody, need to do an intro? and please do an intro. Hi, <laughs> intro yourself, darling. Please. Get out
0: the matrix, everybody. <laughs> Get out, <laughs> run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi everybody. Huh? Well, you know we some you know thirty something minutes in. <laughs> My name is Ebony. I use he/him pronouns. I'm from East Oakland. All the. uh performance of my intro is gonna not happen so you're just gonna get what you're gonna get when you get it and that's how this is gonna go how you doing out there in tv land
2: Welcome everybody to Hood Rap, to Head Rap. It has been so long since we have recorded. We are not going to apologize as we are resisting the capitalist notion that we must labor and labor and labor. And if we do not, we are useless and worthless. We have been navigating a pandemic and we have been doing our best to survive it. So the podcast has fallen all the way at the bottom of the... to-do list. So we apologize and we don't apologize. I Ooh. take that back. Look at me. See, Look at me. I was trying like to unlearn now. and just can't. Okay. Uh, we are not apologizing. Thank you so much for listening. I don't know Thank how you. Ebony is going to edit this, but we yeah. shall see. Uh, do you? Would you like to... Oh, if you want to support our podcast, you can send us Venmo, uh, Venmo is Erica, E-R-I-C-K-A dash heart H-A-R-T or PayPal Erica, E-R-I-C-K-A at Erica.com. And the heart is spelled H-A-R-T, not H-E-A-R-T. Yeah, and I share, Ebony and I are a couple. We share money. I know both of these things have my name on it, um, but Man, Ebony. You don't have to say that. I do life. have to say that because people are like, well, how can I send Ebony money? I'm Look, like, he takes all my money.
0: Let me tell you something about this. <laughs> if you don't want to participate in the exchange value, first of all, the <laughs> dollar currency is not necessarily even commensurate to the use value of okay. this podcast or to the actual okay. labor. Talk Not your shit. Not the abstract Talk labor. Talk your shit. But to the real labor that this <laughs> yeah, okay. podcast actually Y'all have takes. no
2: idea. Ebony, we don't have a production company. We are currently recording this in our home. Ebony also edits in our home by himself. Ebony is an audio engineer, so he knows what he's doing. But it takes Lyla. a long time to... And something that we've been discussing is getting a new song. And my vote was for us to make a song. And I still believe that we should do that. We're not going to make a song. I really make a song. feel like so we should. So any
0: of y'all should. got some songs out there? And if y'all have a song, y'all want to put on
2: the intro, we'll give it a look-see. But my Patience, vote... do you have a song? Don't Patience, don't Patience sings. Do you listen to this? Y'all Patience? need to listen
0: to Patience. sing. But what I was really saying is that you can share this. You can like this. We're on Spotify. Yes. I don't know if you listen on SoundCloud. I don't know any of these white iTunes. owned tech companies that you might be streaming <laughs> this from, you know, you can clearly just share it and that that will be just fine for us. Um, even you listening and taking the time and spending time with us, our disembodied voices in this particular way, it really does feel good and it really is I hope for you um, has some value in your life so if you feel like sharing if you feel like talking to other people if you like me don't have much social media or a very small digital footprint, you want to talk about it in your community talk to your family members your your baby, your children you can we
2: curse, s- just heads up. Well, we, you talk to your
0: baby about it in
2: baby yeah. language. <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, baby.
0: Useful labor versus abstract labor. <laughs> Is that how people talk to their
2: kids? I don't
0: think so. <laughs> we I do so. No, no.
2: Colonization, hey baby. baby. Get free, baby. Get free. Fuck the system,
1: baby.
0: Are we doing Resist baby
1: the talk? state. Are we Ooh. doing baby
0: talk? Oh. Anyway, but thank y'all. The dog is back there uh, and she's crying, so you might hear that. You might hear the rain. It might give quiet storm. Quiet storm. Um, Or like power pop rock, you know.
2: Does Smokey Robinson do
0: baby talk? Yes. Baby talking and singing is different. Singing is different. Like Tinashe or Britney Spears, they sing in baby talk.
2: Hit me, baby, one more time. Do anybody accept...
0: My loneliness. She went deep there. Oh, well, that's because, right. She was going off. She was snapping. (laughs) But do anybody know that Tinashe in Britney Spears' song called Slumber Party?
1: Who's Tinashe?
0: You don't know Tinashe? No.
2: Um,
0: What'd she say? I love to get on... I love to get too long Oh, i love to When oh, the no, drink no, be no, too mm, strong, mm, mm. when a drink be way too. But she's singing that with somebody from the bay. Somebody from the bay actually wrote that because we don't. Are you from the bay? Too, uh, no, I'm
2: from Oakland.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sadly, sadly.
2: <laughs> not from the baby i was just actually. curious you know. all right are you gonna read i don't know from we your need... book or do you want to just keep so this we're gonna, we're remember just gonna keep our, it our new thing okay keep it rolling
0: we're gonna keep it rolling we did have a new thing that we're gonna be rolling out um, yes about us reading an excerpt
2: yeah
0: i didn't think we didn't already read hella excerpts but i am reading this book called das capital um, Marxist Capital Illustrated well it's, it's Marxist Capital Illustrated is the name of the book but they are Breaking Down Das Capital which was a big ass large ass um, encyclopedic uh, essay of sorts that Karl Marx wrote about capital mm-hmm. um, and I did have something in here that I did want to read just to see if it would maybe if anybody else is like damn damn <laughs> Y'all like, it. it's going to be like y'all at like the house. We're really deconstructing this podcast. Everything is different. We might not even have no music. We might just sing I love Private that. Private Dancer. Dancing, dancing for money.
2: money. Do what you want me to do. We might just do let's like about, that. Let's talk about let's talk about Tina Turner real quick.
0: Okay. You don't wanna see you don't wanna read about You don't have your you don't and, have your thing. And commodity
2: fetishism or I think actually talking about or, Tina Turner might turn into talking about uh how capitalism has to go I away. I love
0: Tina Turner. So I'm giving her all my money, all my capital.
2: <laughs> whenever Tina Turner at this point
0: in her life with all her millions of dollars Tina Turner's the only millionaire she deserves all the millions <laughs> She the only millionaire deserves all the millions it's not hurting nobody, it's not exploitative
2: straight up so we watched the documentary on HBO uh, called Tina and so it was man. excellent, it was excellent it was truly excellent, I think what is Heartbreaking for me in any abusive relationship, whether it be with individuals or family or institution, is the amount of people who stay silent right? Like, Mm -hmm. um, the person, the survivor of abuse is always, for the most part, I don't even know if I can say for the most part, is sometimes applauded for coming forward and sharing about what's happened in very rare cases of what's happened to them. Mm -hmm. And what is always, you know, lost on me is why there were so many people who stood around and said nothing. And in the documentary there's All of her managers that she had throughout time, the folks that were
0: in the band, in the
2: band,
0: manager had a twelve piece,
2: and it was like a white woman. I can't remember her role. What was she like? The PR? She was like Ike
0: Turner, like right hand. Yeah, she one
2: time, obviously trigger warning. We're talking about abuse. Tina Turner was in the hospital because Ike Turner had harmed her so badly. Uh, and this white person was like, "You can't die on me." I'm like, "Wait a minute, where were you before this happened?" Right? Like, we got that, to a crisis point with my mental health. Right, and then the thing is, is don't die on me, and then what are you going to get me out of this situation? So don't die
0: on you, so you can continue getting. I continue to turn a review check.
2: That's what it was giving. That's it was, what it was giving. It was, and yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's that's disheartening to me. It's the amount of people who the labor is always put. On the person experiencing the abuse Not the folks who are just bystanders Witnessing the shit
0: And I think that Erica I'm telling you Has a lot I don't know how to It's just a budding thought that I'm having Around white people Getting away with shit Okay say more It's all all gonna come together Now I'm thinking about there was a Particular point in the documentary Mm -hmm. Where a um a capital records executive made said a very nasty uh, racial slur yep yeah. um about tina turner when she had a lot of white cis men um as, f- as far as her management is concerned as far as her interest in music and i think it was reported at least maybe i was talking to my mama or somebody my mom has a lot of like old school musicological knowledge about how shit was back in those days like when Ike and Tina was out, and and then when they when Tina finally was able to get free of Ike's abuse and a, a divorce, of Ike, I think there was some talk around how the black community, how mm. Tina Turner felt like the black community wasn't supportive of her mm. because it was like, well, why did you have to essentially say anything? Now mm. y'all got to remember, this is the seventies, damn near eighties. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And also, there's no public conversations about interpersonal violence and abuse and if there is for black people those conversations are hampered by respectability politics of life mm-hmm. we all we had was the illusion i can being perfect mm-hmm. why would you say anything to anybody about it
2: capitalism
0: right but then people but the the, the, the other end of capitalism is that it people started to or her perception was is that people stopped black people stopped buying her records
2: but this is but you can't say this was in the 70s and there wasn't a conversation around a national conversation around abuse
1: yeah
2: ida b wells is advocating all over the country writing papers about how lynching needs to end that is abuse absolutely Rosa Parks is going to Georgia and other southern states and advocating for the sexual violence that is happening to black films at alarming rates by white cis men. That mm-hmm. is abuse. The conversation is happening. But it is. It is not the mainstream conversation because of what the media wanted to perpetuate about the civil rights mm-hmm. movement. Right? Mm-hmm. This i this perfect um, victim, mm-hmm. essentially this this victim that is that is uh, can be the I guess the perfect spectacle mm-hmm. for violence a black cis man mm-hmm. right the leader of the civil rights movement is seen as a black cis man mm-hmm. so right? any violence that happened to them is more salient one hundred percent even horrible. though Rosa Parks is doing all of this work right with Reese Taylor yeah. and every mm-hmm. other victim that you know was that was happening but that got shunned right Ida B. Wells people don't even know the damn work Ida B. Wells was doing is that true. is all that is all advocating for abuse to end so and those are just two examples i know that this was other places i think so i call hog shit wash that the 70s was not a time where people understood that you should not that abuse is wrong people but see the thing is erica people are not saying that
0: lynching the you yeah also understand all of this in the context of this idea of america in mm-hmm. patriotism and th- this is this was something that people I mean damn W.E.B. Du Bois and other black people had to go to the United Nations in like 1950 and be like hey what's happening here is like we're mm-hmm. at a crisis point in mm-hmm. the United States dehumanization and violent almost near genocide we charged genocide I believe mm-hmm. is what they said in 1950s to the United Nations, a cohort of black folks who came mm-hmm. and was like, look, you got to do something about this. You need to view this in the same way as you would a, a, a worldly or international mm-hmm. um, incidence of genocide. Uh, what's happening to black people in the United States. Now, people are not looking at lynching, even at that time, as abuse. People are not thinking that lynching is a well then, I gotta say, who what people is not saying. I'm talking about the larger national stage or whatever. I guess it's better. You uh, know Luther what it is controlling
2: people's you,
0: thoughts or
2: you know media. what it is. We what you are speaking to mm-hmm. is the indoctrination mm-hmm. of the binary of the gender binary mm-hmm. and of. Way in the way of, this is a a cisgender heterosexual couple and abuse happens. And a man, if he gets, if she upsets her, if if she upsets him, then it's his right to do something about it. And for him to control and men are controlling and that's just how men are. Like that is all the psychological warfare of the gender binary. Enacted on cis folks and cisgender folks, cisgender heterosexual folks have always had the upper hand in having the media, having mainstream quote unquote conversations be the focus on them because that narrative, that abuse and this like, you know, uh, this this idea that folks didn't exist outside of patriarchy right that well, that yeah. trans and non-binary people didn't exist in the motherfucking 70s and didn't say you know actually none of that is okay not to say that abuse does not happen in queer relationships I'm just saying that not everybody mm-hmm. was inside of this binary mm-hmm. people existed outside the binary and were living queer lives and queer existence in the 70s and were like that is not okay there was also cis folks who were are like, absolutely not. We should yes. absolutely not have abuse. The mainstream conversation in this country to mm-hmm. this day is that men have the upper hand. Cis men. cisgender men. 100%. Mass people are, Mass broke, people yeah. are violent. Mm-hmm. Mass people are, are are out of control and they need to be quote unquote controlled by a woman. But a woman is supposed to be subservient to a man. That is still a mainstream conversation. Right. Like we are in a, a queer ass bubble where that is not. But the thing is, is though I don't know if anybody was like that's abuse because
0: the world was not saying that that is abuse that somebody is being lynched. They said racism is violent, but it's not. Interpersonal violent abuse,
2: but babe, or violence. Bae, fine, fine. Maybe they didn't count lynching as abuse, but what I'm telling you mm. is still to this day there's a uh, debates about what is abuse interpersonally. What just happened to Saweetie and Quavo? That people are arguing on the internet that that wasn't abuse. Mm. That yeah, I get it. So it's uh, int- and it's on it's on video. So people. Well, so my point is that what
0: Tina Turner was saying is that. People looked at her as like you are ruining some institution called Icatina. No. Yes, mm-hmm. that's no. what
2: they. The, Erica, no. Yes,
0: you have to understand. No, what I'm Ike not disagreeing...
2: T- Listen, you are. Who are you talking about? Do you, you talking about, about black, people? black people? Yes. You time. are ruining that black people can make it. That's what I was talking to you about. This idea, you are breaking my heart Mm -hmm. and making me feel like it doesn't matter at what point of success we get, we will never be able to keep it because fuck shit. It's like, I I am upset with you because you are making me feel like I could never amount to what you have. So please keep going so that I can continue to have hope. It is 100% self-centered and ridiculous. Yes. And it doesn't care about the other person. Please keep making music. Please don't break up because I want to grow up to be like you. Please just endure it. Oh, is it really that bad? People say shit like that. Yeah. So you can have some type of success.
0: Right. Or my my
2: relationship is also shit and I don't want to leave. So you can endure it too. Now, I don't know. Now, I, I think... I don't necessarily buy into, again, I
0: don't buy into the idea that black people as a whole um, were not mar- not interested in Tina Turner's music once she left Ike. But it, it is telling uh-huh. to see stadiums full of white people. Yeah. You know, full. listen, full when Private Dancer came out, which was a, a smash album, when that came out, white people really being completely interested in it, and really consuming Tina Turner in a way that they really didn't consume Tina Turner before. Then Tina Turner is getting, you know, comparisons to Mick Jagger and uh, yeah, even though Tina Turner that. far exceeds and outweighs anything that the Rolling Stones and Mick Jagger and all the motherfuckers didn't ever did in their entire lives, uh, was one of the Tina Turner is a progenitor of rock and roll. Absolutely. One of the first, one of the pioneers. Um, so I think that is just, that's the hard part for me to reconcile. Is like, there are hella white people around Tina Turner, buying Tina Turner music, and then there's also this prevailing belief that, okay, black people don't fuck with Tina Turner no more, because we somehow have all our, our all of our abuse under white supremacy has had us accept, um, domestic violence more, interpersonal violence more, and I, I don't necessarily... No, I'm anything. not saying that. No, no, I'm yeah. saying about what what people have said around No like, the, the white people accept Tina Turner a, guy.
2: White people accept abuse too or the white know. people around her.
0: I uh, know. But the thing is, is that you I also have to think about like there was a, a person in that uh documentary who, you know, said a racial slur about her. A, yes. A president of Capitol Records at the time and I looked up, you know, the time that Tina Turner was on Capitol Records. And I'm pretty sure it was this person named Don Zimmerman. But the person telling the story and actually the white person saying the racial slur, repeating it, mm-hmm. what was told to him when he said he signed Tina Turner,
2: he never said their name. He, he never, never said the he, person never, name. he never said their name and he also didn't say I corrected them. He said, yes, I am going to sign her. The way that he said it. He said, are you really going to sign that N word B-I-T-C-H? Yeah. And she, he said yes. He didn't say don't say that. He didn't say you should never say that. Here's I'm going to release this recording. I'm going to make sure it's all over the place. No, I, yes, I'm going to sign with with this racist ass company. Mm-hmm. Is what what he said.
0: It's just a protection that mm-hmm. white people get.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just it's just too much.
2: Yep.
0: It is just entirely too much.
1: Yep. And it's, it everywhere. Mm-hmm. it's everywhere. It's mm-hmm.
0: everywhere. Even in the rhetoric of stop Asian hate.
2: Yes.
0: Yes. I think what's important to note about the conversation about that is that, you know, if you are standing against anti-Black racism in all forms, at all times, then nobody gets missed. Mm-hmm. Um, If you have, again, some type of interest in the past, in history, you will understand international poor people's movements and struggles pre-Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. How influenced, you know, a lot of Black Panthers were mm-hmm. by Mal. Um, which, that's a whole other story. You know, even with the Black Panthers with Black cis men, and Huey P. Newton just got a um, a street named after him in West Oakland. I recently. didn't know that. Um, and Huey P. Newton was a piece of shit. He was actually very abusive mm-hmm. um, to want, to a lot... Of, and very misogynistic um, to a lot of Black femme Black Panthers who really... Did most of the legwork and mm-hmm. the groundwork. Um, and many of them, like Elaine Brown, um, and Erica Huggins, you know, being largely uncredited on a national stage, they yep. name for other people. If you're not from the town, don't and ring bells. Yeah, they don't ring bells mm-hmm. in the same way mm-hmm. as you knew Hugh P. Newton. Yeah, they don't have a no. you know Elaine Brown and Erica Huggins is still alive to yep. the day. They don't have a. They're celebrating in Oakland, but they don't have a street named after them. You P. and right. Drive or something,
2: right? Um, but that goes back to what you said,
0: mm-hmm.
2: the quote that you said what yesterday.
0: Oh, about a black person being mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, a dead black person is worth more than one that's alive. Yep. And I know that statement might be jarring, uh, but the reality of it is more jarring. Yeah, for those of us one hundred percent.
1: Yep.
0: Um, and what that what that means even to, to look. So I think that what I'm I'm talking about is like white people are protected mm-hmm. in so many ways that even in incidences of constant aggression, like you talked about with Trump at the beginning of COVID, you know, saying clearly, blatantly mm-hmm. anti clearly blatantly anti Asian, um, you know, statements yeah. all the time, kung fu, everything else. Don't you have to go down yeah. the the list?
2: Yeah. For year on a national state, I mean that what they say is the president of the United States is the most powerful person in the world, or some nonsense. That that's not a that's not he he is a major influencer, right? Oh, that that's (laughs) a first influencer known all over the world. The president is household name. Okay, so it's not like nobody heard it.
0: Yes, that's the first influencer. You just you just welcome.
2: (laughs) He's saying that all over the place for four years. But not only that, concurrently, Mm -hmm.
0: the deportation Mm -hmm. even under President Obama as well, and even now under President Uh Biden, the deportation of Vietnamese and other southeast asian people yep happening at rapid speed yep yep stop asian hate has to encompass that yeah state violence yeah against asian bodies yep through gentrification of different Chinatowns um, all across the country, um, particularly in places like Philadelphia, where the city governments literally conspired to um, push both Black people and Asian people and Chinese people specifically uh, towards the outskirts of the city and develop into Chinatown and to put like freeways and all different types of stuff in Chinatown. Um, or places like in Oakland, California, where lots of uh, senior housing for predominantly Asian communities in Chinatown um, were the subject of, like, you know, development speculation from real estate developers, you know, saying, like, OK, we might have to move these or just demolish this, you know, senior citizens apartment, assisted living apartment for Chinese people um, in order to make room for some luxury apartments. But then I'm thinking about Joe Biden, and Joe Biden said recently, I think it was maybe a few days after, um, and he was speaking about Xi Jinping, the uh, president uh dictator of China and he was saying you know China will never be a world power essentially if the United States has anything to do with it. That's a direct quote. Yes (laughs) like if the United States is you know we're we will Mm -hmm. never allow China to have power Mm -hmm. and I thought what was so interesting about that is the celebration of it. Mm -hmm. It's like one second people decry anti-Asian xenophobia but then they don't see U.S. imperialism as a form of anti-Asian xenophobia Um, or where you now, it's not like Joe Biden is like, okay, you know what? China's government is super repressive against his people. We really care about the Chinese citizens living here. We care about the, the Uyghur people um, who are actually being targeted uh, by the Chinese government in the form of genocide right now at the moment. I don't think Joe Biden has ever mentioned about the Uyghur ma- massacre that's happening in China. Uh, but instead, it's all about you know, this fake like uh, dichotomy between communism and democracy. Okay. Um, it's nothing about the people who live there. It's nothing about the globalized... It's all about the globalized financial interests of the United States. It's all about China's trillion-dollar GDP, which the United States is competing against. Um, so 14 trillion-dollar GDP. Joe Biden also made those comments on the heels of de- deporting over maybe yes. 100 Vietnamese people after after um, legally, you know, asserting that there would be a stay of deportations. So Joe Biden went back. Yeah. Talk about white cis people. Yeah.
1: Joe Biden yeah. went
0: back against his word of staying those deportations and immediately began to deport Vietnamese people. And that has been happening since at least January. But there was no hashtag. The match. so
2: yeah, okay.
0: And it's a lot of infantilization, okay, you okay. know. Say uh, the part about like that Asian yeah. people don't are not self determined enough to, you know what I mean to, you know defend or to rebel or to resist what is happening because there's lots of Asian scholars lots of Asian activists uh, that people do not talk about Mia Mingus Diane Wong like there are so many people who have been talking about um the the ways that white supremacy has specifically targeted Asian communities historically and it just gets little to no traction mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's it's just interesting to me that people are not making that connection and that a lot of the conversations are well, black people are doing something wrong to Asian people. Not You know, the, the, um, we had a a president for four years who, you know, made it a point and a habit, um, to stigmatize Asian people, um, and to, you know, just like they did with Ebola, um, for black uh, people in Africa, Mm -hmm. um, racializing a disease in order to associate it with a people. Mm -hmm. Um, that was happening all the time. And I don't think people really picked up on that. I wish people would pick up on stuff like that and be like hey that's wrong instead of it being like this is great you know he's fighting you know Joe Biden is going to be the leader of democracy for the world and you know but everybody else the people who are also similarly dehumanized as Asian people in this country those marginalized groups they are the targets of people's scorn and people's ire Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I feel like in the same ways of stop Asian hate it becomes debatable of when we are stopping Asian hate (laughs) right of how when when does that actually happen does it only happen when Asian people are being murdered or does it happen when most Chinatowns across the country are being gentrified Mm -hmm. right when exactly are we having this conversation um and I I, this is not the fully fleshed out thought but I'll leave it for y'all for food for thought is uh whiteness decides what is violence whiteness decides what um is something to be responded to it's like mm-hmm. it's
0: easy for people to l- let's grasp onto the low-hanging fruit of you know we hate you know black people you need to talk to your community these this violence mm-hmm. you know is happening you know vis-a-vis black people
1: mm-hmm.
0: um rather than talking about all the ways even in a lot of these incidences um you know like an incidence in san francisco a white cis man you know, hitting and, uh, and assaulting mm-hmm. an Asian elder. Mm-hmm. Like you don't hear about that. Mm-hmm. You don't hear about that. And, and other Asian people are not like,
2: I'm hearing about that. Mm-hmm. It's also greatly colorist as well, mm-hmm. because who exactly are, it's even with nine eleven, mm-hmm. there wasn't a stop Asian hate. Hashtag when Muslim people were greatly being called terrorists constantly and being profiled at airports. And that still happens to this day. And that wasn't happening. Right. South. There's a Southeast Asian man who was this trigger warning thrown from his car because it was carjacked by two white um, teenagers, 15 and 13. Mm -hmm. um, And he died. And the this was in LN? This was in uh, DC. DC. This was recent. Yeah, this was recent. And mm-hmm. the mayor, I think it's the the mayor, the mayor of DC. Yeah, yes, the mayor was like, "Oh, we need to work on how to protect yourself from carjackings." Didn't say anything about, oh, you know, this is a horrible incident and these folks need to be prosecuted. Mm -hmm. No, it's all protection of whiteness Mm -hmm. over and over and Mm -hmm. over again. the fact that that story didn't even go viral, Mm -hmm. right? What the media holds on to is this perpetuating that black people are innately violent.
0: It goes back to what you said in the beginning. Yes, yes. people who commit the crimes was... The type of person who would commit the crime was created before the advent. That's right. And there's a good book also called The Condemnation of Blackness by. Khalil Gibran Muhammad Mm -hmm. and that's how it's all about the creation of crime. It speaks to that very thing. It breaks it down. Yeah. uh, So I wasn't surprised
2: Mm -hmm. when Asian folks were saying, you know, that black people are black and non-black POC are the majority. (laughs) Literally this is direct quote are the majority of the people causing the harm to Asian people. This was said on CBS. NBC. NBC one of those major on a shows. major national news network. And NBC had a whole article written by a black person who said how it was. I didn't read the whole. I didn't read the article at all. But the headline mm-hmm. was how black people need to stand in solidarity with Asian communities. Right. So it's all of this buying into this very anti-black nature because that mm-hmm. is so easy <laughs> it is so easy to buy into anti blackness. That is what you would do, right? And you would point the finger at black people. That makes sense in an anti black world. You wouldn't ever look at white supremacy and how it is never, ever intended for anyone in this country to live here other than white people, right? And yeah. because of yeah. the model minority myth, right? Asian people have been able to move up inside of that myth, move up in terms of class status, mm. move up in terms of, of uh, period, just in, in in the ranks of racial hierarchy. Yeah. That has absolutely positively happened. It has to be named. It's kind of like saying that um, black excellence is a stereotype. It, 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 it's not a stereotype, um, but it is 100% regarded it's as- a myth. It's a myth that mm. there are certain black people who can excel and be the best the talented and the t- talented t- exactly So the model minority operates similarly. It's like these folks are going to be able to get us out of uh, the depths of the abyss of being a minority and how Mm -hmm. hard it is and the hardships. And if we just look to how hard Asian folks work, then we Mm -hmm. will be able to get out of the situations Mm -hmm. that we put ourselves in. Right. So it is the work for Asian folks Mm -hmm. to really denounce the model minority myth. Right. And and it is, it is it is when it is happening to them, right? When it is being perpetuated on and them, enforce. I have worked with countless. Asian people who never once said a goddamn thing when I was being harmed or any other black person was being harmed in an office mm-hmm. I have also worked with Asian folks who have stood in solidarity with me when I was being harmed in an office right mm-hmm. I would never open my mouth and be like Asian people actually need to stand in solidarity with black people because they are causing most of the harm mm-hmm. what <laughs> that does make any sense and Asian people 100% um are violent towards black people mm-hmm. you cannot deny that there's mm-hmm. one in an anti-black world that is 100% well, happening well what cannot you, not be denied but I would never ever ever say oh it is Asian people who are doing but this. what do
0: you say to black people who say that by invoking um incidences of anti-blackness that Asian or the anti-black racism that asian people have participated in at this time is insensitive there are black people saying that that is like what what's insensitive to mention that asian people have had to have thought that they had to be anti-black in order to assimilate into american culture and value which is the number one american culture value is to be anti-black so black some black people are like hey at least i saw somebody say you know, it's insensitive, you know, with everything that's going on while they're being targeted for us to invoke this, that it has nothing to do. Them being anti-black has nothing to do with the violence that's happening to us. Asian
2: people being targeted in this country is not new, mm. right? If black people, black people say black lives matter and black people and all people say, okay, what about everybody? <laughs> black people say Asian people are being anti-black when they are calling out black people mm-hmm. in their and asking black people for their their support and mm-hmm. to be mammies uh, and to essentially lay down on the ground and 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 organize for literally everybody mm-hmm. uh, except for ourselves. This is not the time to talk about this. <laughs> that's what they tell us. that's it. Yes. <laughs> what, what, what exactly are we supposed to do? We literally are supposed to be vessels for, for everybody else. Well, they're saying that it is, we don't exist. Well, world, world that we need to, there's a lot of
0: respectability politics going on mm-hmm. on the internet. And it is, we, we have to realize is that it's a lot. We have been taught in order to survive, just like other people have been taught to survive. You know, you need to be anti-black, so black people.
2: I guess I'm confused at what is exactly happening.
0: Yeah. And at what point are people going to connect sort of the greater incidences of Asian hate to also how Asian hate or anti-Asian xenophobia is further sanctioned by widespread global anti-black racism.
2: And there Mm -hmm. was a whole summer long, focus on what people called overarchingly black lives matter, even though black lives matter is a particular organizing effort. Yeah. Right. That really rocked a lot of the world and upset a lot of people that there was a lot of focus on black people just in general, Mm -hmm. so much so that now there's a focus on Asian folks (laughs) dying Mm -hmm and people are saying things like we stood with black lives matter, that now it's time to stand with asian people. <laughs> so you have to get that people saying things like that is a project. Mm. That doesn't come out of nowhere, right? Media doesn't just take a story just because, right? Yeah. I just bought a lot of great pens. If I write to the CNN, they're not gonna take that story. Yeah. Erica Hart buys pens, right? Yeah, I need to like stab myself in the leg for that to even matter, then, and Erica. even then, and gonna... walk outside and run up and down. Um, I don't know. Fucking You'll get Perez smart. Hilton at best. You'll
0: get Perez <laughs> right. Hilton at best. So
2: there's a lot of media conversation around the murders of Asian mm-hmm. folks. And I'm just wondering what is the angle mm-hmm. that the media is taking
1: yeah. in
2: the midst of a trial of a black person that was murdered by the state last summer. Mm hmm. In the midst of a country that still has the largest incarceration carceral system in the world mm-hmm. where more people there are the most people who are in our incarceration systems are black. Mm hmm. In the midst of maternal mortality happening to Black people, mm-hmm. right? It is whatever the media can latch itself onto, whatever is most sen- the most sensational spectacle they can be a part of, so they can turn it into something that can be on the side of a bus. We were in Soho today; on the side of the bus, it said, "Diversify your feeds." Hashtag Stop Asian Hate. Mm-hmm
0: is the hate happening on the feed or is it happening in real life but that's the
2: thing it's like Mm -hmm. what in the hell is going on
0: yeah
2: (laughs) what is going on it seems intentional yeah it seems intentional it seems like the media needed to talk about something else and i'm tired of talking about black people I can't talk about that no more. That's not interesting. What could we talk about?
0: I think it's also that the the the, the media is not creating sensationalized content or latching on to, to people's deaths that mm-hmm. they also don't care about. Mm-hmm. Make no mistake that most of the white national mainstream media is not going to care about what happened to the people in Atlanta or any incidences of actual violence because if that violence were to stop then the stories would lessen and the ratings would drop yeah now the interesting thing is that i think the media is serving a master um and it's white people yeah i think white people whatever white people have self-selected to care about whatever issue Mm -hmm. that white people have deemed important enough Uh, To occupy their time and to, you know, make them feel entertained or Mm -hmm. on the edge or to connect with their humanity and their impulse to do good, their do-gooderism. You know, whatever that is, the media is going to feed into that.
2: And I want mm-hmm. to I want to add on to that because I want to be very intentional with what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And if you're a new listener here and you're like, well, it seems like Erica is doesn't want Asian people to be in the media or doesn't want these stories to be told or no. anti-media. Right. No, I'm not <laughs> right saying way. that. Even when uh Ahmad Arbery and George Floyd were murdered in broad daylight, um, on video and it was Something that was shared all over the internet. We said the focus and what the media is clamoring onto are black cisgender men. And that are those are the names that people know. Mm-hmm. Those are the household names, but it is not actually considering the black films and in particular black trans films who are murdered constantly
1: mm-hmm.
2: in community and by the state. Mm-hmm. Those con- those deaths are not actually being talked about. So I want to be intentional in what I'm saying is that I'm not saying that I don't think that um, the violence that happens to non-black POC communities in particular in this conversation, Asian communities is not important or should not be held or should not be talked about. What I'm saying is that I feel like the media is doing the same thing asian people that it does to black people it does the same thing to latinx people as well (laughs) where all latinx folks um all white latinx people are the people who are kids in cages that's exactly what they did and there's no other immigrant no other immigrant
0: deportation people being deported in mass some of the largest number of people deported in this country do not get the same fanfare
2: nope so I'm trying I want to be mindful mm-hmm. of the narrative that is being spun here mm-hmm. and what institutions then will latch themselves onto to make money.
0: And who has indicated to these people online to some Asian Asian people saying, you know, if we talk about Black Lives Matter or black people, then that somehow encompasses justice or success inside of (laughs) anti-racism. You have
2: unlocked it. It's been achieved.
1: White people have talked about it. Y'all
2: had last summer. Y'all are okay now. We marched and now you marched. Now you got a trial for one person that probably, who cares what happens. Probably won't be no conviction. But we're going to keep going. But I think these conversations will honestly like you said, would be better.
0: Would have been better had Mm -hmm. in the times where you know they uh, this this sort of fake tension that the media is trying to say mm-hmm. and that certain you know asian people who just want to be white you know who are proliferating okay this narrative of you know we want white people to care about us in the way that they care about you oh. i'm like we the mother- a white person saying black lives matter and donating some motherfucking money does not care does not
2: make we're still dying Hello, we're still dying. So, what
0: I wonder who's (laughs) indicated to whoever wrote that tweet that this has now, Black Lives Matter has been a success. And that we, everybody is great, and that some type of vapid, fake media attention for five seconds, uh, now this video, or whatever people are looking at, Instagram, I don't know what people are looking at and indicating and saying, you know, black people are great, we're fine now.
2: But also what Mm -hmm. people were saying is that, and a lot of people were saying, add uh, Asian people to your racial and social justice work. And I thought that this was really interesting because people on the internet were telling me, well, most of the workshops and the conversations I've been a part of have been very, quote, black and white. And I just want to (laughs) understand... If you understand that this country is an, uh, founded on anti-black racism, mm-hmm. it's not a goddamn competition. I don't want it to be founded on anti-black racism. Mm-hmm. If it's founded on anti-black racism, that would actually pretend itself to be that no one other than white people, are allowed to be here. If you look at the history of what has happened to black people, why would you think that white people are okay with anybody other than white? Well, when did the Page Act happen? What year was Page that? Act happened in 1865. Okay, that's yes. the same motherfucking year same. that slavery was about. <laughs> so, oh, 18, I'm sorry, 1875, 1875.
0: Okay, that's 10 years after the abolition of slavery. <laughs> So white people was not like, you know what? <laughs> we messed up. Yeah. We abolished the slavery. <laughs> Everybody is who's not white is good. Come over here, it's all good. No, they still had repressive laws against Asian films. Yep. That called them that, that demonized sex work. That said they were sex workers. That was uh, that allowed white cis men mm-hmm. to to sexually abuse any Asian women who came here
2: and to pull to pull apart families to pull their families
0: yeah. apart to say that that mm-hmm. the that the me only the men could come here since Asian cis men could come here and solely to work yeah to go to places like San Francisco and build railroads yeah but not be given but not be able to buy a home mm-hmm. in the Bay Area for a long time <laughs> yeah I don't know and I guess that's my thing is like. The burden is not on black people to continue to expend labor on unearthing that history. There are a multitude of Asian scholars mm-hmm. and activists who do this work on a daily basis to make the point that anti-Asian xenophobia is a direct consequence of anti-black racism. Yep. That there is an international uh, poor people's struggle and movement that was recognized in the in the a long time ago you know in this country heralded and pioneered by black people and also that the only narrative that exists i don't know why people are saying it's just black and white (laughs) conversations on racism it's not just america america right okay Mm-hmm. What about Asian people who, the, the Asian people who get left behind in the enforcement of the violent model minority myth are poor Asian people, are Asian people who okay. don't have access to resources to come to the United States. Come on. Undocumented Asian
2: people. And is it black? It wasn't, it, uh, is trans. it just black and white in places like Thailand that recently as four years ago said that black people can't come there anymore? Or was that I'm tripping but was okay. it black and white <laughs> when Peter Liang uh, uh,
0: uh, trigger warning killed Kai Gurley? NYPD officer Peter Liang killed Kai girlie and Asian people certain groups of Asian people started raising money for a for Peter Liang's defense wow. Daniel host Club yep a, a serial abuser and, and and a sexual abuser and police officer in in Oklahoma abusing and and um terrorizing black films in oklahoma also got a fund by asian people certain asian people to defend him saying you know i don't believe that this happened to them i don't believe that this happened to them about 15 people that that wow. had happened to some odd and somebody and, and a group of people said we're gonna fund that person's defense and we're upset. Until this day, there is he has uh, lots of support and lots of proponents. You don't even even know where Daniel Hostclaw is now. That's called power and protection. Yeah, the model minority myth has a lot to do with that, and who has access to that. So I don't. I I think these conversations about black and white mm-hmm. would have been better had mm-hmm. during those times.
2: Okay, okay. And, and the blackface and the racism, blatant racism that happens in China, and the colonization that's happening with uh, in Africa via ch- the, the via the Chinese government. I, I You know, I don't know. I don't know. I just and the thing <laughs> is, Erica, we
0: question <laughs> mm-hmm. the narratives that white people put on Asian people mm-hmm. because we're looking at that like that ain't true.
1: Yep.
0: But there's. I don't see so much questioning on mm-hmm. the internet of, of, a lot of these, a lot of Asian people upset. The upset is being directed at black people. Yeah. And that's all a part of the design of white supremacy is that you would be upset at the people who white supremacy say you should be upset at the black ones? Yep.
2: Yep. There was a team Vogue editor. What the hell was her name? uh the senior staffer what the hell was her name uh this is her alexi mccamp mccammons she was going to be she was appointed editor-in-chief at team vogue but she had racist uh Mm. tweets about asians in Mm. like 2019 i believe um and she was asked to resign and do you see what um, Alexi McCannon looks like? Yeah,
0: she don't look like Anna
2: uh, Anna Winter. Anna Winter still works at Vogue. Yeah. Where is the? And it was a whole media focus to get this person to resign.
0: But what's interesting though is that this person came forward and presented Team Vogue with this.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, I didn't and know said, that. You know, here
0: is the tweets. So like, yeah, this happened, and mm-hmm. they still hired her. Yep. Yeah. So I'm also looking at that like, okay, they this is clearly Clintonville, oh, Conde Nast is clearly a place uh, that exploits the labor of black and non-black PLC. Mm-hmm. So of course they would be like, you said these fucked up things, come on in. Yep. Oh, and then when it's time to stop Asian hate, here you go. Bye, black person. You're yep. the example.
2: you the example. 100%. Not Anna Winter, <laughs> Who listen. I'm certain... If Anna Winter doesn't like black people, if someone doesn't like black people, they also don't like Asian people. This is true. Sorry. (laughs) It's just no way. It's no way. But there's a belief that if you don't like black people, that you can still like um, white, Latinx folks, and you can still like Asian folks mm-hmm. who are lighter skinned. Mm-hmm. Right? Because this is also a colorism conversation. Mm-hmm. Right? The darker the Asian person, the 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 closer they are to being treated like a black person. Yeah. Right? It looks a lot different. Right? If you're talking about AAPI communities, right? Tongans are very... I, I, every time I go to Oakland and I hang out with Ebony and his friends that are from Tong... I'm so confused. I'm like do y'all identify as black or it's kind of like the conversation with Dominicans. I'm just, I don't, I think the, the and you know, I think
0: it's a couple of things that bother me. One is when people say that black people are not a monolith as if that serves us to not be a monolith, to be independent actors um, or that we don't okay. have a culture with uh, lots of different tentacles all over the continent and that, you know, we we are indigenous to this country, but also the descendants, many of us, have been, of indigenous and slave Africans involuntarily brought here and tortured and used for uh, the building of the economic infrastructure of this country. You know, I hate when people say that because I'm also like, the real monolith is white people.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: go ahead. That's the monolith. Mm-hmm. So much so, I don't even know that black tongues is, is this. Yep because yeah. that white because white people have said that you shouldn't you don't need to know that
1: mm-hmm.
0: they've said you don't need to know <laughs> mm-hmm. the books that we have in school you don't need to know
2: yeah
0: i gotta know about abraham lincoln i gotta know how great mm-hmm. he was i don't have to know that his wife owned slaves and that he hated black people and said that we were the problem and that you know Given that we need to pretty much go to Liberia. Yeah. We're going to create Liberia. This is literally what happened. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and create it. You know, you are the cause of the union splitting, your existence here. Um, all of this, this, this. Yep. <laughs> all of that, you know, that is a part of the fabric of our indoctrination. Um, and it's so deep because then you got to go back and you got to tell people too much of the history. For people to really understand, you know, the links and the connections between anti-black racism and anti-Asian racism in the model minority mm-hmm. myth. You know, you got to go back to L.A. with Latasha Harlins. Mm-hmm. You got to go back to how, you know, the Korean shop owner who killed Latasha Harlins, um, a, a, who, who was during the um, in the 1990s, which precipitated some of the riots in L.A.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Latasha Harlins was a child. You know, accused mm-hmm. of stealing a bottle of orange juice yep. in a convenience store in LA, in South Central LA, and was killed by the Korean shop owner. Uh, that The Korean shop owner, I don't believe, did any, it was a, a cis woman. I don't believe she did any time. I think she had to do like some well, type of probation. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very, the sentencing was very, very light, and I think the sentencing is what. Ultimately precipitated a lot some of the riots. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not when those things are not talked about, and that history is intentionally obfuscated so that we can exist inside of this. This is us, like matrix of the five America. years of probation, four hundred five.
2: years of community service for voluntary manslaughter. Did that? Did you say four hundred years of community? You mean hours? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's late. It's late. Four hundred hours of community service, a five hundred dollar restitution, and funeral expenses. You know, this country is just. I don't. I want people to know how how white people are
0: using. Mm -hmm. Even the lack of sentencing for Asian people to send anti-black messaging again about who is violent, who is not. What constitutes violence? Violence against a black body does not constitute violence. It constitutes 400 hours of community service. five years of probation. And five years of probation, which means you don't have to go to prison. Yep. Uh, Because prison is for who?
2: Okay. Okay. We're getting there.
0: Latasha Harlins was a threat because what? (laughs) Yep. Inside of capitalism, this orange juice that ain't worth about a motherfucking damn. Come on. Don't even have no real value. So sad. So to talk about how, you know, even Asian people being situated very closely in poverty um, with black folks and where those tensions are Mm -hmm. um, inside of Asian people being told in order to survive in the United States, in order to assimilate into American United Statesian culture,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: got to be anti-black.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Black people are consumers. You are better than them. Mm-hmm. They are consumers only. Mm-hmm. At or at best.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not human beings.
2: Yeah.
0: Not human beings. So if a state is using you in that way to do its bidding against other people, quote unquote people, because I'm not a person of color but who people who you think is of color, black people, if the state is using you in that way, why do you think that the state would not embolden white cis men to continue to commit acts of violence toward Asian people in the Asian community?
2: He's having a bad day. That's what they said.
0: From the same sheriff who had a shirt, Mm -hmm. found and posted it prior to this incident, the sheriff who said that posted a shirt on their social media page, that said, Kung the ch- COVID nineteen, the Chinese virus." Yep. But it's so easy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just easy to just be like, "Well, it's black people." I mean, I mean, yep. it's, just, mm-hmm.
1: it's just easy.
2: Mm-hmm. But you it's know? also mm-hmm. the the conditions, the framework is already there yeah. for you to blame black people. Yeah. It's already there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's unchecked anti-blackness. I'm not gonna. I did the yeah. post. I did the Black Lives Matter post. Leave me alone. It's unchecked. Or that the Black Lives Matter post meant something to all black people yep.
0: that we're all Black Lives Matter or that we yep. all we have no critiques of Black Lives Matter. We were just okay. all unwitting actors into it, and that we black people don't have no autonomy. We don't have our own political beliefs, and what, that there is no spectrum there. Yeah, and that's not the same as that monolith crap yeah that's not the same as that no the we can't have no that. spectrum we all, just need to stand. Yeah, we all. just need
2: to lift up yep. the organizers and sean and, and sean king and everybody else and what they're doing and that's it and shut yeah. up and everybody else just needs to fall in place or you a
0: celebrity activist <laughs> <That bitch. laughs> I, don't <know.
2: laughs> I don't know oh my lord Um, The only thing I want to say is um, support Samaria Rice and Lisa Simpson will have in the description their cash app information and their demands. They are calling out Black Lives Matter and Tamika Mallory in particular for, and Sean King. And Patrice Culloch. Yeah, but Black Lives Matter is Patrice Culloch, yeah. Mm -hmm. For... Uh, essentially, fundraising on their family members who have died by state violence, and never giving them any uh, pretty any much beyond a little bit of money, and they are multimillionaires. Yeah, yeah. And Black Lives Matter received ninety million dollars. So, and they called them out, and they have received a lot of ridicule and a lot of pushback for calling out these essentially these institutions. I mean, Black Lives Matter is an institution at this point now, mm-hmm. and so at, at, when this releases, I'm sure they've probably had the meeting by now. They're supposed to be meeting with Patrice Colors and Tamika Mallory, um, and uh, hopefully what comes out of that is that they receive at least... Th- I don't know. Whatever I don't know what they, they ask need. for. Whatever, Whatever they need, for. right? Nobody, mm-hmm. you know, who has lost family members to state violence and had uh, Black Lives Matter organizers working with them, should be homeless. Should be without their material needs. Not one person. No. No one in this country should be without mm-hmm. their material needs. But if an organization, even a nonprofit, is organizing alongside of you to get what you need to support your community, and they aren't giving you actual money in your hands, mm-hmm. then you. You want to consider why that nonprofit or why that organizing group is working with you, right? Is it to their benefit, right? To make themselves look good, to get some sort of capital? to be mindful of these things Mm -hmm. um, because this is exactly what happened to Samaria Rice and Lisa Simpson. It's happened to lots of people. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to put their cash app so you can support them. uh, Continue to lift them up. Do not participate in any disparaging of their name or who they are. Uh, I think that that is completely disgusting that anyone Sean King wrote a whole article, took time out of his quote unquote busy day (laughs) to disparage Samaria Rice and talk about how they need nuance and police and infantilize their uh, expression of pain and their frustration. Quite frankly, that people like Tamika Mallory, Patrice Cullors, Sean King all have very large national platforms Mm -hmm. and lots of money and comfort Mm -hmm. and have an these, you know, people who, you know, essentially they organized on top of are not, they don't have that, right? Yeah. Samaria so Rice is the mother of Tamir Rice and she is not experiencing that, right? Money, $90 million did not funnel into the Tamir Rice Foundation. Um, It all funneled into one space because again, yeah, <laughs> what white folks deem as important and necessary to support is what they clamored on to mm-hmm. and they started to call everything black lives matter right and that will have people easily find where can i donate pull up the website and do it yeah. right that will bring in all the money there so that is what happened And then on the on the on black lives matter and they didn't say hey stop we need you to give money to these places. They didn't yep. change their donation link. Mm-hmm. They kept the donation link. They kept receiving the money. They didn't distribute the money. And there's, if you look close enough, if you do a Google search mm-hmm. of Black Lives Matter, you will see the organizing chapters. Many of them have been calling uh, Patrice Colors, who is essentially the executive director of Black Lives Matter. I call, I don't know what, their actual title Title, is but I think I think that is kind of the role that they're playing now um calling them in to say, why aren't the chapters receiving money to support mm-hmm. the organizing efforts that's happening? So I don't even know what's happening with that. Um, it was kind of treated like it was right wing folks who were talking about it. Uh, I think, you know, you, if you have never listened to this podcast before, I think if you've been listening to the past hour and 34 minutes, you know, this is not a right wing uh, podcast and don't we are talking it. about it. Um so yeah, so we support Samaria Rice and Lisa Simpson. I, I, I would also add to that it's just give to individuals, please. Um and also, I mean,
0: yeah. Again, I feel like the white white organizations do get off the hook now 100%. You know the ACLU executive director, the motherfuckers be making six figures. Per- oh,
2: ACLU is doing it too with the trans um, health care bills that are passing in yes. Arkansas and and all these other states. They're doing it too, talking about how you know healthcare providers, the governors of these of these countries of these states, are passing laws to stop trans health care from folks getting HRT and gender affirming yeah. surgery. Uh, and I just think that that's so fascinating because there's so many people who do not even have access to insurance. Right. (laughs) Are undocumented, therefore do not have access to insurance, do not have the means to even have insurance, but this is what the ACLU has attached itself to so that Uh, they can get money, right? All of the graphics, all of the infomercials and conversations Uh that they keep funneling out. It is to push money into their space. Because I haven't seen the ACLU talk not one time about what healthcare providers and social workers and teachers need to do if this passes. It'll be in a graphic, don't worry. Okay, well, I've already said it. So if it goes (laughs) in a graphic, I would like to be um, cited. (laughs) I was also thinking, this is not a fully fleshed out thought. Let me do the fully fleshed out part. I feel like you can always detect the bullshit When things are on a major scale or when they are, uh, what is the word I want to say? Maybe I won't say that. I will say that oftentimes the things that are celebrated will center the... Uh, privileged mm-hmm. right So that video of Dwayne Wade Saying you know telling Someone who is transphobic A transphobic rapper that you know Keep having the conversation even though That transphobic rapper didn't Actually say let's have a conversation mm-hmm. Right it's still You two are two Cis people talking about a trans person mm-hmm. Right and you don't own Your trans person's your trans Child's body right you don't Own their gender you don't own their Existence, Right. And you if you don't know enough, then you need to go and learn. Right. But you don't need to be inviting transphobic people into a quote unquote conversation, um, because that has everything to do with you centering cis people mm. and cis people's understanding, therefore, means that trans people are real. Right. And that is transphobic, just inherently transphobic. Um, so I always get weary when cis people center themselves, similar to when you said um, the straight person person is like oh i have a home i've been homophobic for years but you know yep. i'm not I, I i you know i love my child now it's like wait what about <laughs> the we're child like <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean and that was my thought of like zaya wade is hearing these people be transphobic what is the experience of zaya wade if if someone said if someone called gabrielle union out of her name gabrielle union is Dwayne wade's wife if someone called her out of her do you think Dwayne Wade would be like let's have a conversation yeah right no right there is an immediate protection of cis people mm-hmm. right immediate it's like no absolutely not and that protection is built into this idea that they are real right they are true that that is real who they are and I'm defending them because they are a real person but a trans person I I don't know let's have a conversation let's debate about it yeah right because it's debatable right and that's what that message sends white people whiteness has said okay trans white people are trans too right black people have been trans forever Mm -hmm. right indigenous people have been trans forever and i don't am not saying that that white people haven't but i feel like now it's a point of conversation in legislation because white people are out as trans. But yeah. when black people were out as trans, when indigenous people were, you know, here like, we don't have no a binary gender, it was a slaughter fest. It wasn't yeah. like okay, let's let's figure out how in legislation we can include trans you know, uh, um, two-spirit and, and native people. No! no. no. <laughs> that wasn't a comment. So I think whenever this focus I think you have to, I'm always asking myself, who is this for? Mm. Even anti-trans legislation, like a lot of the conversations around that, I have asked, who is this for? Right? Like they're talking about young, a lot of it is about puberty blockers and gender affirming surgery for young people. And there are many young people who cannot even afford insurance so it's like, again, who are you trying to protect, right? Legally, legally, who are folks trying to protect? We already yeah. know the U.S. government, who they're trying yeah. to protect. But then places like the ACLU, who are you trying to protect, right? So I'm always asking that question. And that will lead you oftentimes down the line to white Cisgender, yeah, <laughs> able-bodied and,
0: people. <laughs> um, then you think about the other organizations? I didn't know the Southern Poverty Law Center was headed by a white person, and the Southern Poverty Law Center is also responsible for popularizing the fake, made-up term, um, and that doesn't really exist. It's black, uh, unless you're talking about me. It's black extremists.
2: Oh, I black did su- not know called that. Them, what is they call black,
0: black? Look it up. Black supremacists. Black supremacists yeah like a black supremacist extreme they're
2: gonna come get me when i look up this black supremacy southern. black supremacism yeah, a is bl- a racial <laughs> supremacist belief which maintains that black people are superior to people of all races the term has been used by the southern poverty law center wow yeah. an american civil rights advocacy False. group
0: american civil rights wow. advocacy group Black supremacists. Wow, I, don't, I can't talk about all that right now, but I want y'all yes. to just get that in y'all bones. Get and I it. think what a lot of what I'm hearing, of, you know, from people, is also the respectability. Like black people, we can't publicly critique one another, and you know, we can't be, you know talking like that. You know, the white people gonna see us talking like that about one of the. <laughs> I understand all that because again. You know there are lots of white people, lots of white organizations right now, being horrible nonprofits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, two black the NGOs, all of those being, and also to other white people who work yep. for them. Yep. These are queer organizations. We had Glisten in the past, like yep. super racist leadership, like. That shit is happening and motherfuckers don't latch on to that. That does not make for a juicy story because these things are supposed to happen to us. And these white organizations, anytime they do something wrong, is water under the bridge. It has to be some type of policy, a bureaucratic policy that explains why they did that. There's always going to be some some defense for them. So I do understand that impulse for black people to be like, damn, why do we have to talk about one another Publicly in this way, uh, when white people are not held to account in similar ways. But the thing is, is that we got a hold. We are not operating from a white supremacist lens of where
2: everything has to be secret and quiet. Let's go. And just because <laughs> and no somebody accountability. is just because some again, identity does not denote politics. Cool. Just because somebody is black does not mean that they are not operating like a motherfucking white person. Yeah. What did Franz Fanon say?
0: The colonized will sometimes become the colonized. Black
2: skin, white Mm mask. Like, you have to consider what is the politic. So I could critique all day if a whole ass organizing effort got $90 million and there's people saying that they haven't got anything.
0: Or that they living on the street.
2: I'm going to critique. What you think? I'm going to be quiet? That don't make no sense. And I think that's the (laughs) thing. It's like the quiet part. Yeah, it goes you want me back to be quiet. Okay, come around, bring us around, bring us around, preacher. Bring us around. You got it. it I see it. It goes back to that. What it is it? It goes
0: back to that. It,
2: it is. It's the same it's, thing. It's,
0: it's what Bill Hooks talks about with dissimulation. Okay. The, the mm-hmm. Where on, on the plantation, black people had to keep secrets. Because without if, if certain information were to get out, then it would be fatal. It's so for... we were for black people. Okay. And white people were privy. To certain things Mm -hmm. then that could be the cause a lot of harm Mm -hmm. and I think that level of secrecy that a plantation environment bred you know has translated to now because it's still a plantation environment in the United States Mm -hmm. where other black people are looking at other black people and saying it's something wrong with you Mm -hmm. where where a light skinned super light skinned transparent color opaque no not opaque what's the, the opposite of uh, translucent <laughs> colored person Sean King <laughs> is able you know to write an op ed is able to steal money from other black people all the time all the time and white people still will be asking us when we critique Sean King This is real what messages. did he do well what what happened to Sean King he cool <laughs> When you he cool, does so much. let me tell y'all something about the effect anti-racism work. It's a if white people like he cool, it ain't always effective.
2: <laughs> if too many of them is talking
0: about he cool and not upset, it's something going on.
2: <laughs> is he off? Does he? Is he off of Instagram? I don't know. Anyway, but continue. the point that
0: I'm making is that there is there is an insistence that we, you know, that we police one another. That we police one another's ability to hold other black people to account. To walking into a new framework for how we want to be. Yep. And not how we want to impress white people. Yep. Let's go. Because white people whole thing with racial social justice is we will let y'all solve the problem over there while we get these dollars. Mm-hmm. we'll fund you solving the problem
2: as long we as you got- don't
0: talk about us yes we are mm-hmm. not the problem we'll yeah. create a and whole we'll give you as much money as we want lincoln navigators cadillacs <laughs> whatever the fuck we gonna give you we'll give you whatever you want as long as we have the power of the purse okay in this world, we will have the power of the person in all situations, including in, in in the we'll have the power of the person in perpetuating white supremacy, and we will have the power of the person in absolving white supremacy. Mm-hmm. We are going to be credited in
2: some sense. Yeah. We created it, and we also want to be credited... And when we eradicate. Yes,
0: yes. When you eradicate it, <laughs> it will be because of our
2: benevolence
0: and our generosity <laughs> our <money. laughs>
2: um, from the Ford Foundation. And black people will tell mm-hmm. you, you should thank them. They've done a lot of work. Yes. What they say, Bernie Sanders has done a lot Kim
0: of work Kardashian for Civil Rights. Kim a lot Kardashian. Of work. <laughs> um we i guess i I just i don't know it's like it's some even like this infantilization where there's this new conversation of um who's a uh, academic and who's an intellectual and you know who's a veteran organizer you know what what does that even mean like you always say it's like i don't want motherfuckers really calling me no activist like let the community call me that Mm mm-hmm I don't want to be called that. Mm-hmm. I don't really, it's not, in, I'm not interested in that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm interested in getting the shit done. Mm-hmm. And if you attribute the shit, the, mm-hmm. the, the solution with me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't care. I care I about it what to happens right. to people, right. human beings, not what I was able to garner by the, the continued violence against my community.
2: Yeah. People ask me, what do I want my legacy to be? I don't want no legacy. Mm-mm. I want I want the I want systems of oppression to go away. You know
0: what I want my legacy to be? I they got these things where they bury you and they put you in trees. That's what I want. I want I'm gone. It's time, I'm, to, it's go time to, to go. To get it. It's time to go. To I don't want to be on nothing. Don't put me on no <laughs> lanyards, how they do in the town, don't put me on no t-shirts, on no mural when I am gone, y'all can talk about me. All the time, invoke my spirit. <laughs> but when I'm gone, don't put me on no statue, on no commercials, or tell my oh he did, he was so radical and he was so great. Like no. <laughs> and the last point I want to make too is about reparations in Evanston, Illinois. That's actually not reparations. Oh, that's not. People been
2: that. sending that to me. What do, that not... what do you think? That is not. What It's a house. Yeah. What is it? It was like you have to qualify. eligible
0: El- The operative word in that stuff, those sentences about that. Bill is eligible black residents of Evanston. Yeah,
2: how do reparations and eligible
0: go together? Y'all answer <laughs> that.
2: That's gonna be homework. Evanston reparations are incremental step forward. There needs of f- for federal reparations.
0: Yeah. And yeah. speaking of reparations, like
2: I talked about, I talked about reparations the- are a federal, <laughs> yeah. are federal. That's it. That's, That's period. It. Yes. They're not just by the city jurisdictions, right? If I know. don't live there, I am not getting reaping the benefits. Or if of I
0: this. wasn't a homeowner and my family didn't live there at a certain period of time, they're so reparations don't have no parameters. That's right. You owe if you owe me money, yeah, you don't get to be like, okay, well, if you are nice to me, then I pay you back, right? <laughs> if you are over the ages uh... of nineteen, you pay me. You get paid. No, you owe I me mean, my money, regardless of the parameters that you put the, 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 the debtor or whatever the fuck, don't get to decide the parameters. Yes. I just want people to, I just, I, I, I don't know. And then we're supposed to talk about Lil Nas. I don't know nothing about that, but I don't know. Ebony is Christian,
2: that. but then not moved by that video. I'm surprised by the that. The song
0: is not good. I needed him to give. The song wasn't well, good. I was it wasn't gonna, tell guy. me what you
2: need. You don't even remember. Tell me what you need. What does yeah, it go? that's how it goes. Tell me what mm. you need. Tell me what you need. I, all all I can hear in my head. Do you know what I hear what? in my head? I got the horses in the back. That's song also.
1: <laughs> the only thing mm-hmm.
2: I'll say about that video is that, and I think people are not talking about this, but there is entirely too much commodifying of Black femme aesthetic. Yeah. Little Nas does not dress like how they were dressed in that video the ever stiletto, in the street,
0: the thigh high
2: right? So yeah. that's not his aesthetic. So I'm mm-hmm. not sure why it needed to be in the video in that way. Why couldn't he just be himself going up and down the pole? Why did he need a wig on? Well, when cis men um,
0: do wear some stilettos, something. It's also how he looked because like me, you know, when we was talking to Elle yesterday, our friend Elle Moxley, we was talking to him yesterday and what she mentioned was that, you know, little Terrence, uh, Miss Lawrence and uh, Derek J, like fat, black, yeah. femme, gay, cis men, they're not, people are not looking at them and being like, y'all gender bending. Right, they don't get the benefit yep. of like, oh my god, that's so great that you're doing that, Come and it's on. so yeah, oh so so subversive and so creative. They're not getting that. But I don't,
2: I honestly don't
0: think Little Nas
2: X got it either. To, to your point no they're not getting the harry styles treatment they're not like getting that. the harry styles treatment and that. that is a motherfucking word now they I'll, are not
0: now i like little Nas x he really be going hard on the internet yes he great you know he, he he's is cool. he's great i wish he's he was around when i was cat. a
2: little baby queer i do i do wish we he was around
0: queer icons
2: no family. we didn't yeah, no did. we did not you're from oakland from the you have privilege <laughs>
0: okay let's talk it's about time. how it's ebony time. also has i'm gonna texture. Just be like white people where as so soon as you start talking that shit it's time to end love y'all good love night. love
2: y'all thank you for listening i'm i'm not gonna say sorry this
0: was all over the place but hey i we, hope you I'm enjoyed it to, I'm, look I'm do do something take an no action benchmarks.
2: take an action i'm not trying to
0: meet no benchmarks aside
2: this is a gemini and sagittarius run podcast the song is not good and I don't know nothing about no devil. nothing me by your name.
0: Like that. I don't be caring about that.
2: You wouldn't twerk on the devil? Uh, what is the devil?
0: I asked my grandmother when I was really gonna say, said? Granny is the devil real? And she said, yeah, the devil is real. He wants you to not think he real. Ooh. And I don't know if Granny was talking about white people <laughs> or say. <safe. laughs> good night. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is dedicated to the memory and to the power of the victim survivors and their families of the domestic white terrorist attack on Asian bodies that happened in Atlanta in last month in March. This episode is also dedicated to Stacy Park Milburn, one of the creators of the disability justice movement, who passed away last year. We lift her name up in power and made her work continue to enrich all of our lives, and especially disabled um, and chronically ill Black, Indigenous, Asian, and Latinx communities, um, especially those queer and trans. This episode is also dedicated to the work and to the actual folks organizing as a part of the Seattle Massage Parlor Outreach Project, which is a group of community members um, looking to provide outreach, support, Um, For Asian immigrant massage workers and connecting workers with resources and information um, about workers and immigrants rights. And that includes sex workers rights. So I'm going to leave us with and I hope you join us in a moment of silence. Uh, This is a transcript from a event held by um, the massage Seattle massage parlor outreach project um, in memory of the victims of the Atlanta area. Domestic terrorist attacks. Domestic white terrorist attacks.
1: Of collective silence for these lives we lost. We are sending love to them, their families, and other survivors in these difficult times. As we read their names, please remember that we hold them in the highest regards, and that by being here, we are honoring their legacy as community members and healers Trước khi chúng ta lấp đầy không gian này bằng tí, bằng tiếng nói của mình, tôi muốn đọc tên của các nạn nhân và mời tất cả chúng mọi người chia sẻ một chút im lặng cho những sinh mạng mà chúng ta đã mất. Na thở. Chúng tôi đã gửi tình yêu đến họ, gia đình của họ và những người còn sống sót trong thời điểm khó khăn này. Khi chúng tôi đọc tên của họ, hãy nhớ rằng chúng tôi thành thật tôn trọng họ với tư cách là những thành viên quan trọng của chúng ta. Chúng ta đã gửi <cười> tình yêu quan trọng trong cộng đồng của đong chung ta. 이분들의 영혼을 위하여 목념을 하고 이분들의 안녕을 위해서 우리가 잠시 목념을 한 후에 이분들의 성함을 한분한분 불러보겠습니다. 한분 박승정, 74 years old, 74세입니다. 김향정, 51세입니다. Kim Sunja, sixty-nine. Yu 69, 69, sixty-three years old. Tan Shao forty-nine years old, forty-nine years old. Forty-nine years old. Forty-nine years old. years old. Forty-nine years age 33, 33岁. Paul Andre Michaels, 54 years old.